following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents American Legion Baseball. The 3-2 pitch. It's swung on right back up the middle, and it gets into center field. One run will score for Runza, and everybody else will hold up. And an RBI single here for Nick Carlson. This afternoon, Carney Runza wraps up their six-game homestand with a doubleheader against Norfolk. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Curveball in the hole between short and third. They're going to try and score them both. There'll be a play at the plate, but they cut it off. And sliding in safely will be Lane Shires and Brant Grosskreitz gets a two RBI single. This is the first meeting of the year between these Cornhusker League rivals, and Runza looks to complete an undefeated homestand this afternoon. It's Carney and Norfolk coming up next, but first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone, from historic Memorial Field here in Kearney. We're ready for American Legion baseball between Kearney Runza and Norfolk, a Cornhusker League doubleheader. Norfolk comes in with a record of 12-5, and while Kearney Runza sets at 14-4. and They've won the last four on this homestand, beating McCook, taking a doubleheader from Elkhorn Mount Michael on Friday, and then winning a one nothing pitcher's duel against Millard North on Saturday night. Of course, Norfolk's been playing some good ball. They swept home Federal from Grand Island. They also had the opportunity to split a doubleheader with Hastings. Now, Post 52 is up at Norfolk today playing a doubleheader. And then later on ESPN, we'll be over in Shelton as Shelton Gibbon will host Carney Five Points and Jerseys in a doubleheader tonight. We'll look at the starting lineups right after this on ESPN. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HDTVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First, the visitors from Norfolk. Batting first at shortstop is Brett O'Brien. Doing the pitching is Dylan Rogers. And if you heard us on the Doug and Daddy Show talking with Coach Brad Archer, Rogers is the real deal. He's already spent a year in college. Here's a young man that's going to be uh, solid on the mound today for Norfolk. Batting third and doing the catching is Ryland Bates. Batting fourth and in left field is Carter Faltis. At first base, batting fifth, Nolan Strand. 
Batting sixth at third base, Sam Jagels. In right field and batting seventh is Brody Lohr. The second baseman batting eighth is Jared Ertzner. And in center field, batting ninth is Colby Mersney. Norfolk, 12-5 and five on the season. Their head coach is Daryl Bradley. And according to the lineup card that they handed us, only 11 players suited up here today. Two young men on the bench for Norfolk. For Carney Runsum, a lot of the same faces today. It just depends on where you put them. They'll once again lead off with Lane Shires, and he'll start in left field here in game one. Batting second and playing second base is Brant Grosskreitz. In the three-hole, as he's been basically all year long, is the shortstop, Seth Stroh. On the mound and being the cleanup hitter today, Mason Casper will get the start. He came in in relief during the Elkhorn Mount Michael doubleheader on Friday. Batting fifth and doing the catching is Nick Carlson. Batting sixth at third base is Will Richter. In right field and batting seventh this afternoon in game one is Connor Clevenger. Batting eighth at first base is Jackson Worley. And batting ninth in center field this afternoon will be Braden Anderson. This game, no designated hitter. Uh, Coach Archer usually will use the DH. Casper is one of the few guys when he starts on the mound that will actually uh, wield the bat as well because he is so good there. Also one of the what they call Legion babies coming back after graduating a year ago. Brad Archer, the head coach of your Kearney American Legion, runs a ball club with Chris Pocock and Josh Redmond as the assistants. Carney Runza comes in with a record of 14-4 and four on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. Glad you're along with us. Again, that wraps up the six-game homestand. They'll go to Lincoln, play doubleheaders Friday and Saturday, and depending on how they do, and they've got two tough ones Friday against Burke and Southeast, they could play again on Sunday. Don't forget you can hear our games online as well at platriverpreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. It's a doubleheader, an early start. Tuesday afternoon, Tim Higgins and Jim Lang in your officials, and we will be back with the first pitch right after this. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. 2020 is the year to see clearly, so let us focus on you at Optical Gallery. Dr. Mandy Johnson and her staff proudly provide personal, professional eye care for the entire family. From comprehensive eye exams to glasses and contacts, Optical Gallery is your trusted source for quality eye care. Come check out our large selection of name brand frames, including Nike, Kate Spade, Jimmy Choo, Oakley, and Maui Jim. Schedule an eye exam today with Dr. Mandy Johnson and be on your way to 2020 in 2020. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney, where vision matters. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Steer right! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. 
with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And welcome back to Memorial Field, checking the weather conditions. Uh, just an extremely different day than what you're used to seeing. It is only 68 degrees right now, and the wind is howling out of the north at 19 miles an hour with stronger gusts. Uh, we will be between 15 and 20 all afternoon, according to uh, the Weather Channel. So we will see how that all plays out. And the wind, of course, when we're saying that it is blowing in uh, from the north, it was blowing, uh, of course, directly in here, maybe a little bit from left to right field. So if you can pop one towards right, might be in better shape. But to left field, it's going to be hard to drive anything deep, and that may affect how deep the outfielders play. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. And you can hear that wind whipping around outside here as we get ready for this afternoon's baseball doubleheader. Mason Casper is on the mound here who has logged a lot of innings for this Legion team, and he will start things off against the shortstop, Brett O'Brien. O'Brien will be followed by Dylan Rogers and Ryland Bates as we get ready to begin the baseball game here on ESPN, KXPN, Kearney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Casper, who doesn't usually take a lot of time, throws a lot of over-the-top, puts that glove right in front of his face at the first pitch of the afternoon, is going to be swung on and popped up into shallow center field. Braden Anderson, though, as the wind holds it up, now has to track over, and he makes the catch. But you can already see on the first pitch of the ball game and the first fly ball, he had to really do a take because it went from the left as you watch it from a home plate, it went from the left field side of second base all the way to the right field side of second base on what was really a routine fly ball. But one pitch and one out here for Mason Casper, and I think you're going to see that with Dylan Rogers as well with Mason Casper. Both of these guys throw strikes, so the batters will be up there swinging. And Rogers is now at the plate. He'll take one just off the outside corner for strike one, and it's 0-1-1. So Casper, two pitches, two strikes. And Rodgers stands in there, the right-handed batter. Fastball, same spot. In fact, might have caught even more of the plate over the right side. Outside strike two, 0-2. So Casper here to try and get a good start for Carney Runza in the top of the first. Usually breaking stuff. Let's see if he does the same thing. And he does, swung on and missed, and they'll have to tag him. He is out. Nice job there by the catcher. And Nick Carlson to finish it off. So Rodgers goes down on three pitches. Two up, two down. And that'll bring up the catcher for Norfolk, Ryland Bates. Good looking Norfolk team. Again, they've had the ability to put some runs on the board. Usually they score a few more. We'll see what happens throughout the day here. First one's a big over the top curveball swung on a missed strike one from Bates. So 0 and 1. And Casper throwing strikes early on here, trying to get a 1 2 3 inning to start this baseball game. Casper from the middle of the rubber, the wind and the pitch. Fastball in there, strike two. Casper not messing around. Every pitch has been a strike. And he's ahead 0-2 to Bates. If Bates can find a way, you've got Faltus, the cleanup hitter, on deck. Casper working quickly. Fastball grounded towards second, coming all the way over and making the snag as Grosskreitz. Throw was a little bit low, but 
It's picked up there by Worley, and it ends up being a three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. It is Norfolk nothing. Carney runs it coming to bat as we head to the bottom of the first on ESPN Tri-Cities. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpet. SeaTech Restoration in Carney proudly supports all area athletes. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. It's time to head to the shed and get fit. The Bike Shed. Our experienced staff is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. Check out the full line of bikes, treadmills, and all fitness equipment, including pickleball. We service and repair all bikes. Whether you're a casual or a professional cyclist, we'll assist you with knowledge, support, labor, and even custom bike setups. Call 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Head to the shed for your bike and fitness equipment. Proudly supporting Legion Base. The bat here in the bottom of the first, Lane Shires, Brant Grosskreitz, and Seth Stroh against Dylan Rogers at the first pitch, misses ball one, and ball two outside to Shires. Here from uh, Dylan Rogers, he kind of drops down, he's not over the top like Casper, he kind of drops down sidearm, but he is going to be more than enough for Carney to deal with today. Here's one that is check swing high, ball three. So Casper came out on fire. Rogers has just missed kind of outside. That one was high. And now he's down 3-0 to the leadoff man. Lane Shires takes something off of it, tried to guide it in there, and it sails inside of a four-pitch walk to Lane Shires to lead off the bottom of the first. And that'll bring up Brant Grosskreitz and already manager Brad Archer goes through the signals over there, knowing how tough Rogers is going to be. Again, love to play small ball, not afraid to bunt, even with the second batter of the ball game. 
So Shires gets the lead away from first. Let's see if Rogers throws over. No, he just brings it home, and it's going to be way outside. Ball one. So five pitches and five outside the zone where Casper in the top of the first didn't throw a single one outside the zone. Now maybe you take until he throws you one. Let's find out. Grosskreitz waving the bat, and he will, and it's over the inner calf for strike one. So the first strike of the ball game from Grosskreitz. Stroh would be next, and then Mason Casper after that. Just underway, doubleheader baseball here on ESPN Radio. Short lead now away from first for Lane Shires. And the 1-1 pitch here to Grosskreitz. He squares to bunt and fouls it away at the plate. So it'll be strike two. It actually hit the bat twice, but it was in foul territory as Grosskreitz took off. And although they're usually a very good bunting team, Carney did have some problems in that doubleheader against Elkhorn Mount Michael on Friday getting the ball in play. A couple of times they were very good bunts up the first baseline. Others, they fouled them away. So now 1-2, and Grosskreitz awaits the pitch. He'll take it just high. Ball two, good pitch there from Dylan Rogers. Collegiately up in Northeast Community College, and he's back here on the mound for Norfolk this summer. Two balls, two strikes here in the bottom of the first, and leadoff man Lane Shires is at first after a four-pitch walk to start the game. Rogers comes set, drops down sidearm, swing and a miss, headed down to second, and he's in there with a stolen base. Grosskreitz waved at one that was well outside. He'll go down on strikes, but Shires will steal the base. So all in all, it's basically a sacrifice bunt. If Grosskreitz lays down a bunt, he would have got Shires down to second and probably would have been retired. So a runner in scoring position here for Seth Stroh, the left-hander, throws right, bats left. And the catcher, Ryland Bates, goes out to talk to his pitcher. Usually you know what you're going to do signal-wise at the start of the game with the first base runner in scoring position. Again, the wind blowing in, expected to be between 15 and 20 out of the north all day long. And that means the left fielder, Carter Faltis, is way in here on the left-handed batter in Stroh. Right fielder in Brody Luer playing a little bit deeper. The meeting is over, and Rogers is ready to offer his first pitch today to Seth Stroh. Swung on and hit down the left field line, curling, and it stays fair, and that's going to be at least two. And Carney is on the board. Stroh's not going to over-sprint it. He's just going to stand up at second base with an RBI double on the first pitch that he saw. So Carney runs it, jumps out by a score of one to nothing, as Shires immediately using that leadoff walk, and Stroh going the other way. And now Mason Casper. Today's Carney pitcher will stand in there for Casper on the season. He's hitting right around 500. It's pretty amazing. He's been hit by a pitch a couple of times, of course. He's had a few walks in there. And he'll take the first pitch here for strike number one from Rogers. Nick Carlson on deck. Carney runs already on top by a score of one to nothing. Rogers out of the stretch. Short lead from Stroh, held by the shortstop. Drops down, fastball, swung on and missed. Strike two. Tried to jam Casper there. It was definitely a strike. It was just over the inner half. And as we know, Casper is really up on top of that plate and now finds himself down on the count 0-2. O'Brien holds on Stroh at second base. Rogers didn't look back and now just decides to step off the rubber. Infield playing straight up. 
outfield right now with Casper up pretty much straight up, but still with the wind blowing in, shallow and left. The 0-2 pitch now to Mason Casper, swung on and chopped towards third. One hopper picked up there, going to have to hustle the first. They got him. Stroh is going to get to third. He made sure that he threw it in the third baseman that time. Sam Jagels even checked him before he threw it over, but with the third baseman not covering the bag because he was making the play, Stroh took off, and Seth is at third. Casper retired for out number two here in the bottom of the first, and that'll bring up Carney's catcher, Nick Carlson. one nothing Runza here in the bottom of the first. And Rogers pitch swung on and popped towards the second baseman, and he'll pick it out of the air, Jared Etzner, for out number three. So for Carney, they're able to pick up one run on one hit. There were no errors and one man left on base. We go to the top of the second. Carney runs a one and Norfolk nothing on ESPN. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. And we go to the top of the second inning. And stepping in is Carter Faltus, the left fielder for Norfolk. Then it'll be Nolan Strand and Sam Jagels. 1-0 Carney. And Mason Casper's first pitch is going to be fouled back and out of play. That's our first foul ball of the game. Brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. There's no place like home. See Amy Johnson and Ryan Bruna today. Afternoon baseball on ESPN. Mason Casper ahead of the count, 0-1. It was a 1-2-3 first for Casper. And the first called ball of the game for Casper, low and away, evens things out. For Carney, it's Lane Shires in left, Braden Anderson in center. Connor Clevenger is in right, pretty much straight up here. And the 1-1 pitch, a curveball that's low, ball two. Infield, it's Will Richter at third, Brant Grosskreitz at second, Jackson Worley at first, Seth Stroh at short, Nick Carlson the catcher. And Mason Casper, the 2-1 pitch to the cleanup hitter, Carter Faltus. And again, curveball that's fouled off at the plate as he got out ahead of that one and chopped it. 2-2, two two. Nolan Strand on deck here for Norfolk. They're 12-5. Carney is 14-4. I've seen a little bit of the same competition when it comes to Hastings and Columbus and Grand Island. Changeup stays high and a full count now to the cleanup hitter, Carter Faltus. 
Casper trying to avoid the first base run of the ball game for Norfolk, the 3-2 pitch. He offers it at him. It's knuckleballed out to short, and it's played by Stroh. Again, he bounces it, but it's picked up off the turf by Worley. Stroh was actually cheating towards second base. There was a huge spot where the normal shortstop position would be, and so it was an easy defensive play, and Faltus is retired. So four up, four down, and that'll bring up the first baseman, number eight, Nolan Strand here for Norfolk. Again, Casper, as we've seen, so comfortable out of the full windup instead of the stretch, and he's trying to avoid that. Fastball is fouled straight back 0-1. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Memorial Field, bringing you the play-by-play while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. The 0-1 to Strand. Fastball grounded in the hole. Stroh can't get there. Again, maybe shading a little bit more towards second base, and Norfolk has their first hit of the ball game on a one-out single from Nolan Strand. And that'll bring up the third baseman, Sam Jagels. And he will be a left-handed batter here for Norfolk and head coach Daryl Bradley. Again, the first of four games that we're going to bring you today on ESPN Radio. This is a doubleheader. And then Carney five points and jerseys will be in Shelton to play Shelton Gibbon tonight. And that starts at 5.30. Not much of a lead from Strand over at first. Casper out of the stretch for the first time. Takes a long time and tries to throw a curveball that does break over the outside corner for strike one. And again, Strand's lead is so minimal over at first. There's not even a reason to bother with him right now. If he goes from there, Carlson would have a chance. And Casper delivers. Fastball just missed. Close one there, one and one. Brody Lure would be on deck. Carney punched across to run in the first on an RBI double from Seth Stroh. Casper comes set with a one-one. And Jagels swings and fouls it straight back. Strike two, so one and two. Again, American Legion Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by a variety of fine folks, including Home Real Estate, Great Western Bank, The Bike Shed, and Fanatics. 1-2, Casper looking for his second strikeout early in the game, and he won't get it here. The runner going, but it's fouled straight back. One ball, two strikes. Norfolk making the trip down. In some aspects, Carney was kind of lucky. I mean, they wanted to play, but that's really their farthest road trip of the year is to make that trip to Norfolk, even Omaha and Lincoln shorter when it comes to going up to Norfolk. We'll do it again, the one-two pitch to Jagels. Casper still holding. He wants him to call time. He doesn't. Throws the curve. He's on his way to second. Good throw will nail him. He's out by five feet. Even on a curveball. Strand is nailed. Again, he had such a short lead over there, as we said. Carlson, with any kind of a throw, would have a good chance to get him, and he buries it. Stroh puts the tag on for out number two. The count is 2-2 two and two now to Sam Jagels, and the 2-2 two -two pitch misses. So we're full again with Lure waiting on deck. Three balls, two strikes. No base runners now. With two outs at the top of the second, and here comes Casper again. The 3-2 pitch missed away. Ball four. 
Casper's been all around the dish, hasn't missed by much, but will issue his first walk of the ball game here with two outs. And that'll bring up Brody Lure, the right fielder. Where's number 54 as he stands in there? Carney uh, brandishing those red tops today with the blue sleeves. Something you don't see very often. Of course, for so many years, they just kind of wore a T-shirt as their uniforms. But all the games that uh, we've covered so far here at home, it has been uh, normal baseball attire. Throw to first, not in time. First pitch inside for a strike to Brody Lure. So it's 0-1 as Norfolk tries to answer here, but had Strand thrown out trying to steal second base. Casper takes a quick look over at first. Pretty big lead. He'll throw over there. A much bigger lead by Jagels than what we saw from Strand. He is back in time, but that was at least a little bit more close. And again, he gets that big lead over there. And the 0-1 pitch now from Mason Casper. Set a long time, tries to freeze him, and the fastball is fouled back. Didn't bother Brody Lure, and it is now 0-2. But it does seem to keep Jagels guessing over there about what he wants to do. He's got that big lead. He's itching to go. It's an even bigger lead now. And Casper, ahead in the count, 0-2, is going to step off. Again, take care of the batter. That kid over at first doesn't matter. Casper's done such a good job on the mound, and he hustles one in there, and it's way high. He almost quick-pitched him, and it's one ball and two strikes. Jared Ertzner is on deck as Norfolk tries to get something going here with two outs in the top of the second. Carney runs it up by a score of one to nothing. And Casper set. Brings the pitch home inside, almost clipped him, and it's going to be two and two. Lure had to stand up on his tiptoes to get out of the way. But again, we saw this the last couple of times Casper has been on there. I mean, when he's in the stretch, he just seems to be a little more all over the place. And here he throws the fastball by him for a swing and a miss and his second strike out of the ball game. So he does get the out recorded as Norfolk had no runs on one hit. There were no errors and one man left on base. After an inning and a half, Carney runs a one and Norfolk seniors nothing here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. Hey, Central Nebraska, this is Doug Duda. And as the boys said, landscaping can be hard work. And with life, school, work, and sports, who has the time? That's why I call the professionals at Johnson Landscape. From landscaping, sprinkler systems to design and install, Johnson Landscape does it all. And with their nursery full of fresh plants and trees, it's the only place I need to go. Ooh, this landscape is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out at johnsonlandscape.net. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana and Wood River. 
Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Bottom of the second, Will Richter, the leadoff man for Carney, takes the first pitch over the outside corner, strike one from Dylan Rogers. Now Rogers fires another one inside that's chopped at the plate. Foul ball, strike two. So 0-2 to Will Richter. He'll be followed by Connor Clevenger and Jackson Worley. Carney runs up 1-0 here in the bottom of the second inning. Against Dylan Rogers. Sidearm sweeper that caught the outside corner and taken for called strike three. The second strikeout for Rogers and Richter down on three pitches. A little bit better start here to inning two than inning one for Dylan Rogers, who walked Lane Shires on four pitches and was a little bit more outside the zone to the first couple of guys. Now Connor Clevenger steps in. The right-hander, or excuse me, the left-hander wearing number eight. Stands in there against the right-hander, Dylan Rogers. And the first pitch down the middle for strike one, 0-1-1. As we said, we were expecting a pitcher's duel here this afternoon. Rogers, the number one for Norfolk, getting the start here in the opener. And the 0-1 pitch fouled away, and it's quickly 0-2. So took him a couple of batters to get settled in, but Dylan Rogers looking good now. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Rhonda Johnson or Gary Rubicek today. 0-2, standing straight up and down. Clevenger waving the bat. Catcher sets up outside. Swung on him in. Strike three. Good pitch. Two up, two down. And that'll bring up Jackson Worley, the first baseman for Carney Ranza. Up one nothing on the RBI double by Seth Stroh. He drove in Shires after that leadoff walk to start the game. Again, Carney hasn't scored a ton of runs against some of the top teams. Now, yes, against McCook, a Class B team. Against McCook, a Class B team. They've knocked the ball around, had some help from errors and walks as Worley fouls it out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. It's 0-1. Braden Anderson, the number nine hitter, hoping to bat here in the inning. There's one that's hit towards center field, but the wind's going to hold this one up for Colby Mersney, and he makes the catch. So a quick half inning here. Carney, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. Dylan Rogers strikes out two, and we go to the top of the third in game one of this afternoon's doubleheader. Carney runs a one, and Norfolk, nothing. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. 
All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Well, we talked about it in the Shrine Bowl on Saturday. We've been very fortunate with our Legion baseball players when it comes to any injuries. Uh, Carney, good to go. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We're ready to go to the top of the third inning here. And for Norfolk, it'll be 8-9-1. Jared Ertzner, Colby Mersney, and Brett O'Brien. As Mason Casper on the mound has allowed one hit. Struck out two and walked one through the first two innings. And here's one that stepped back and just popped into left field. And waiting for it to come down will be Lane Shires. That was kind of a softball, slow-pitch softball swing. He actually moved both of his feet and just golfed it towards left field. But high and an easy play for Shires. So, again, one pitch, one down. And Colby Mersney, the center fielder, stands in there for Norfolk. Tries to really hunch down and get a smaller strike zone, but doesn't bother Mason Casper. He fires the first one right in there for strike number one. Carney Renza, 14-4, for Norfolk. And the wind of the pitch from Casper in there for strike two, went inside and picked up the called strike. Working at the number nine man, Mersney. Right fielder Connor Clevenger in a little bit and right. In the outfield, not playing too deep. And a curveball called strike three, and Mersney knew it. He's already headed to the dugout. So strikeout number three here for Mason Casper. Two quick outs. We go to the top of the lineup. Brett O'Brien swung at the first pitch of the ball game and flew out to center fielder Braden Anderson, one that the wind was messing with, but Anderson made a nice catch. And Casper, first delivery to O'Brien. Curveball taken for strike one. So now he's comfortable enough that he's able to use some off-speed stuff on that first pitch and still throw it for strikes. Stroh and Grosskreitz, the middle infielder, standing off the dirt. Another swing and a miss. Strike two. Sweeper to the outside. Even these sweepers right now that uh, we see Casper throwing, for the most part, are staying on the plate. And he's ahead in the count again, 0-2 to Brett O'Brien. Swung on and missed. Strike three. They'll have to throw down to first. No, they say that he was able to hold on to it. And that will retire the side. Another quick half inning here. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. Two strikeouts for Mason Casper. He now has four in the ball game. As we go to the bottom of the third, Carney runs a one. Norfolk, nothing. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. 
At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And we return to Memorial Field. Again, a big thank you to Marty Albrecht, president of the American Legion Board here in Kearney, Coach Archer, and everyone with their assistance in bringing you American Legion baseball. Kearney Renza will go 9-1-2. Braden Anderson, Lane Shires, and Grosskreitz to start the bottom of the third. Kearney with their leadoff man of the game, Lane Shires, walking on four pitches. He stole second. Seth Stroh doubled down the left field line. And it's one nothing against a very solid pitcher in Dylan Rogers, who throws one just a bit high here to lead off the bottom of the third here for Braden Anderson. Again, he doesn't sidearm, but he does drop down three quarters. This one's grounded right back to him, and he snags it. And he'll just trot it over to his first baseman, Nolan Strand. So Anderson popped it, but it went right back to the pitcher for out number one. Lane Shires now stands in there. As we just told you, a leadoff walk on four pitches to start the game. Tried to bunt him over, didn't get it done, but he did steal second. And he'll stand in there now for Carney Runza. Second at bat of the game. He'll swing at the first pitch, chop it towards third, scooping it on a short hop, Sam Jagels, and he gets him. So this time, Shire is at the plate not near as long. And a nice pick and throw there by Norfolk third baseman, Sam Jagels, to retire. Lane Shires, who is batting just under 300 so far on the season. And that'll bring up Brent Grosskreitz. He went down on strikes. Again, he tried to bunt him over and then eventually swung and missed. And he'll stand in there with two outs. Rogers' first pitch, strike one. Tim Higgins has got to be loving this as the home plate umpire. It's not hot, and the pitchers are throwing strikes. Rogers a one pitch, swung on and chopped back, but off the pitcher's glove this time, and with his speed, can he get there? The throw is high, safe. Oh, the throw from the shortstop, Brett O'Brien, made the first baseman, Nolan Strand, jump, and that'll be an error. So reaching on the error is Brant Grosskreitz of the shortstop, and again, it wasn't extremely high, but I think Strand had to leave the bag to go grab that. They give him a hit. There is no way that's a hit because he would have been out had that throw not pulled him off the bag. So Seth Stroh, with the RBI double in the first, will stand in there. And Rodgers, oh, he tried to bunt with two outs for a base hit. And he fouls it away towards the Carney dugout. And it's 0-1. Very unusual, probably the best hitter on the team, him and Casper, trying to drop a bunt. Third baseman was playing deep, though. Lead away, and the pitch, a sweeping curveball outside to the left-hander. And you can hear the wind whipping again. So one ball, one strike to Stroh. Trying to get his second hit of the ball game here. He has the only hit for Carney so far. And the pitch swung on and fouled back. Again, a good fastball over the outer third. 
And it's one and two. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Teresa DeLate or Susan Bice today. Lead away from first for Grosskreitz, reaching on the two-out throwing error. And on that edge of the rubber, Rogers throws. Swung on and missed by Stroh and strike three, so the error doesn't hurt. And we're through three innings for Carney. No runs, no hits, one error, one man left on base. After three, Carney runs a one and Norfolk nothing. 2020 is the year to see clearly, so let us focus on you at Optical Gallery. Dr. Mandy Johnson and her staff proudly provide personal, professional eye care for the entire family. From comprehensive eye exams to glasses and contacts, Optical Gallery is your trusted source for quality eye care. Come check out our large selection of name brand frames, including Nike, Kate Spade, Jimmy Choo, Oakley, and Maui Jim. Schedule an eye exam today with Dr. Mandy Johnson and be on your way to 2020 in 2020. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney, where vision matters. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Glad to have you along with us from Memorial Field Afternoon Baseball. That's one of, the, I guess, the benefits, one of the silver linings to this whole short season is that we do get to have some afternoon baseball during the week. Of course, uh, last Friday it was Elkhorn Mount Michael. Today it's Norfolk. We'll still have some more runs of baseball for you before the end of the year. But right now, Dylan Rogers, Ryland Bates, Carter Faltis up for Norfolk against Mason Casper. one nothing in favor of Carney Runza. Rogers, who struck out his first plate appearance, takes one just outside for ball one from Mason Casper. And out of the full windup, fires again, but that one is out of the zone. Ball two. And the wind continues to blow in from the north. Be hard to get anything deep today. But Rogers is the kind of kid that could do it. And overthrowing Casper bounced it way in front of the plate, and it's 3-0. Both pitchers are very similar in what we've seen here. The only difference is that run on the board. Four strikeouts for each pitcher through three innings and a walk for each pitcher. Casper's 3-0 way inside. So now this will be where I think we get our first little interesting portion of the ball game from Casper on the mound. He's going to have to go out of the stretch. You're kind of in the meat of the order here for Norfolk. Rogers obviously has the ability to steal a base on you, and he just is not Casper as comfortable throwing out of the stretch for some reason, what we've seen in his appearances this year. See if that changes here. Rogers gets a normal size lead at first in Casper. Throws an off-speeder that's grounded into right field, right into the hole. Second baseman Grosskreis had to cover the bag. Clevenger comes in and holds the runner to second base. But Ryland Bates singles to right on the first pitch that he sees and runners at first and second. That'll bring up the cleanup hitter, Carter Faltis, who crowned a shortstop, Seth Stroh, to start the second inning. Nick Carlson goes out, goes over some signals there with Casper. 
Infield sends the signals in case they see a bunt here from the cleanup hitter. Let's see if that's what happens. As Casper stares in, Fault is waving the bat. I think he is going to bunt just the way he's holding the bat. Let's find out. Either that or, yeah, he's already squared. And the pitch, then he pulls it back and takes it low. Ball one. One and oh to Faltus. Nolan Strand would be next. He had the other hit of the baseball game before that right field single from Bates. Stroh trying to hold on the runner a little bit. Grosskreitz playing straight up at second. And the pitch. Swung on and hit into center field. Anderson comes in, but it's well in front of him. And they got to hold the runners. Bases loaded. Nobody out now for Norfolk as Faltus singles into center field. Bates at second. Rogers at third. And Nolan Strand, who singled into left in the second inning, will stand in there. And a serious threat right now. Ford Orfork, obviously, with the bases loaded and nobody out. And Casper really going to have to work here to minimize the damage. Carney's up one nothing in the top of the fourth. And Casper will go back to the full windup and a time before he can get the pitch. It was bang, bang, but the batter had called for time just before Casper went into his windup. Now we're ready to go in the pitch. Curveball, big swing, and right over the top of it. That was a great pitch. And Strand almost act like he hurt himself the way he chopped that one. Got fooled in its 0-1. Casper just gets more action when he's out of the windup and comes over the top here. The 0-1, same thing, swung out and missed, strike two. 0-2 to Strand, Sam Jagels would be next. Bases loaded, nobody out, top of the fourth. Carney on a 1-0 lead. Only one hit for Carney in this baseball game. Again, their offense struggling, but against a great pitcher again today. The 0-2, fastball low and away. Ball one. One and two to the number five man, Nolan Strand. Jackson Worley playing in on the grass at first base. Even up over at third with Will Richter. Squeeze in the middle with the infielders at second and short. And the 1-2 pitch now to Nolan Strand is on the way. And it is going to bounce away from the catcher, and it's a wild pitch. Everybody moves up. Through the curve that had too much on it and bounced in front of the plate, and Carlson couldn't stop it. So that will allow the tying run to come across. And Just when you thought Casper might be able to get a strikeout here with the bases loaded, now there's a spot open. It's 2-2, two and two, and still nobody out. And the pitch swung on and chopped towards third. It backs him up. Richter has to throw behind the runner, and it goes into right field. A run scores. Everybody's safe. And on the throwing air, that will allow Faltus to come down to third base. Thought that he could throw behind Faltus and get him instead of taking the out at first, and that wasn't even a sure thing. Strand will reach on the fielder's choice and drive in a run. And it's 2-1. to one. Norfolk now takes the lead, and that'll bring up Sam Jagels, the third baseman. Strand at first, Faltus at third. It all started with a four-pitch walk to Dylan Rogers to start the inning. And still nobody out. Jagels walked in his first plate appearance on a 3-2 pitch. 
Now Casper checks the runner at first and brings it home. Fastball missed low. Ball one. So the first couple of innings, Casper was really getting everything. High, low, inside, outside. He was really hitting his spots. Now he's just missing on a couple of them. And the 1-0 swung on and hit pretty well into center field. Anderson will let the wind hold it. That should be enough to score the runner from third. Anderson will let it fly. They won't cut it off. Boy, that was close, but he is safe. And a sacrifice fly for Sam Jagels will make it 3-1 Norfolk. Carter Faltas, who you know can move a little bit, but Anderson with a great throw just was too deep in center field. And that's out number one, Strand. Holds over at first, and that'll bring up Brody Luer, who went down on strikes to end the second inning. So the first three men to the plate here for Norfolk in the fourth have scored. And Casper back out of the stretch. Bunt. Casper picks it up. Only play is first, and they'll throw him out. Sacrifice bunt there for Brody Luer. Two outs, and that'll bring up Jared Ertzner, who flew out to left field on the first pitch he saw. To start off the third inning, he's got Nolan Strand now in scoring position over at second. Three to one. Norfolk with the lead over Carney Runza. Runza hasn't been behind much on their home turf at all this year. Casper's pitch, big over the top curveball that stays high. Ball one. Ertzner, the seventh man to come to the plate here in the top of the fourth for Norfolk. Checks the runner, not really holding him on. Fastball, swung on and missed. Ertzner just kind of steps out uh, as they teach you. Step forward, step towards the pitcher. Maybe you want to step towards right if you're trying to drive it that way. But he really, and we saw that on his first at bat, gets that lead foot bailing out of there towards left. And a 1-1 pitch. Low, ball two. Colby Mersney would be next. He stands on deck, the number nine, and it looks like they're going to pinch hit for him. They would have a pinch hitter for Mersney. No, excuse me, it would be Mersney. They just had the wrong number wrote down, so Colby Mersney is on deck. And we may see him because the 2-1 pitch to Ertzner is outside. Ball three, three and one with a 3-1 Norfolk lead, two outs, and Strand down at second base here. Against Mason Casper. Gets the sign from Carlson. Needs a strike here. And has one fouled out of play. It'll be three and two. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Steve Corum or Wendy Vosser today. Doug Duda with you here on ESPN Radio in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Memorial Field. And Casper's 3-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled away again behind the pitch down the right field line. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. Again, a lot of you have to do your jobs today, so glad you could have the radio on with us or if you're listening online at PlatteRiverPreps.com, whether it be in Kearney or some of our friends in Norfolk. 3-2 pitch over the top fastball. He's getting a little bit closer to keeping it in play, but another one that's fouled out of here. Three straight pitches fouled out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Lori Sierra or Robert Kayat today. So a battle here against the number eight 
Jared Ertzner, the second baseman, again the 3-2 pitch, again swings and fouls it back out of play against Casper. Again, I don't think there's a lot of youngsters around here tracking down foul balls. That's a quick two bucks for somebody. Four in a row out of here. And again, the 3-2 pitch. And again, it's fouled back and out of play, and Tim Higgins is going to say, I need a box of baseballs. <laughs> and assistant coach Redmond gets off the chair, goes and grabs a few. And looking at a 10-pitch at bat here for Jared Ertzner against Mason Casper. And the 3-2 again, swung on and popped up. This one stays in play. It will be in foul ground coming over Clevenger, and he's able to handle it. And finally, they're able to retire Jared Ertzner, but a good inning for the Norfolk Seniors. They get three runs. They do that on two hits. For Carney, there was one error. And there was one man left on. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's Norfolk 3, Carney runs a nothing on ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. SeaTech Restoration Incarnate proudly supports all area athletes. Welcome back to ESPN coverage. American Legion Baseball 3-1 to one is the score in Norfolk. But uh, right now, pitcher Dylan Rogers is in a zone. He faces Mason Casper, who takes the first pitch for strike one. Casper, Carlson, Richter. Carney really needs to get it going here. They have one hit in the baseball game, and they are facing a really good pitcher. It is going to be tough to get two runs here the rest of the way against this guy. Casper fouls it away at the plate, and it's 0-2. And again, if you kind of look ahead, if Rodgers gets through this fairly easily, maybe three up, three down, then you get the bottom of the order. All of a sudden, you're in the sixth inning against this guy. So Carney needs to get a base runner. Can Casper get the job done? He's down to the count, 0-2. Pitch swung on and fisted into right field. That is going to be caught. And it just sailed out there. Was hoping that that was going to get down, but Nolan Brady Brody Lure got over there and hauled it in. So Casper went to the opposite field, but had a little too much. And that'll bring up Nick Carlson. Again, Lane Shires with a leadoff walk on four pitches. Sestro doubled down the left field line. Since then, there has been nothing going on. Dylan Rogers has been in complete control. There was... One base runner that reached on an error, and that is it. Otherwise, he's mowed Carney down here since that Stro double with one out in the first. First pitch sails out to Nick Carlson, ball one. Works from that first base side of the rubber. 
drops down and has it chopped foul at the plate. Strike two, or strike one, one and one. With Will Richter next. Four strikeouts, one walk, that only walk to start the game. And Carney hoping to get something going here, get what crowd there is making some noise. And a sweeper that stays high. Again, they're not just because he's dropping down, sometimes it looks like a curveball, sometimes it just has some movement with the fastball, and that's what that was. Up high, ball two, two and one to Nick Carlson with Will Richter on deck, 2-1 pitch outside, ball three. So that's how both pitchers have gotten in trouble was via the walk. They haven't thrown many walks or given up many, but that's where things got bad in both their cases. 3-1 pitch, ooh, hit him. So headed down on the 3-1 plunked by pitch is Nick Carlson, and that'll bring up Will Richter, who was called out on strikes in three pitches to start the second inning. And we will have a courtesy runner here for Carney. Kale Conrad will come in and run. Coach Archer has most of the guys on the bench that uh, he will courtesy run with. But Conrad, who we expect will get the start uh, offensively in game two, Grosskreutz is supposed to start on the mound, but Conrad will most likely be in the field. Squaring to bunt, pulling it back, and they say he did it in time. Ball one. Will Richter. Carlson wasn't going anywhere. And Connor Clevenger would be next. Brings the third baseman in in Sam Jagels a little bit. And this time the pitch is in there for strike one. Again, working outside this time it caught the corner. One and one to Will Richter. 3-1, Norfolk has the lead, scoring all of their runs at the top of the fourth. Carney with just one hit in the ball game, but that was Stroh's RBI double to drive in a run in the bottom of the first. And the 1-1. Richter takes it, and it hits him at the knees. Strike two. One and two. To the Carney third baseman, Will Richter. Carlson, after being hit by the pitch, down there, Conrad, courtesy running. Very safe, conservative lead. And the 1-2 pitch. Check swing. Outside. Ball two. Two balls. Two strikes. One on, one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Three to one, Norfolk. They have just three hits so far in the baseball game off Mason Casper. And awaiting the 2-2 pitch. Here it is. Fired outside. He tried to maybe overthrow that one a little bit. It's three and two. So three and two. Will they be sending Conrad? My guess is no. Because for the most part, he's been around the strike zone. And here's Dylan Rogers. Payoff pitch is inside. Doesn't matter. Ball four. So he lost him ahead of the count and then lost him on his second walk of the ball game. First since the leadoff man. Now runners at first and second for Connor Clevenger. Big spot here for Connor. Here's a guy that can also go the other way. And they are bringing in, oh my goodness, the left fielder, Carter Faltis, just came in seven, eight, nine steps. If Clevenger could keep it fair past the third baseman, this game would be tied. Let's find out if Connor Clevenger can get the job done. Stays high, a little off speed there, ball one. One and oh, with 
the courtesy runner Conrad at second. And at first, Will Richter trying to answer here. The pitch to Clevenger outside, and Rogers out of nowhere in the last four pitches, five pitches, can't find the zone. So it's 2-0, and oh, and now Clevenger absolutely has to look at just one thing. If it's a fastball that he likes, go get it. Otherwise, see what happens. Checking the runner once, twice, the 2-0 pitch. He's going to take it low, ball three, three and oh. So Carlson hit by a pitch. Richter walks, and now a 3-0 count to Connor Clevenger. After being so precise after that opening walk, Dylan Rogers in some trouble. Clevenger, 3-0, taken all the way. It's in there for strike one. Jackson Worley is on deck. 3-1 Norfolk getting all their runs at the top of the inning, and Carney an opportunity here with some wildness at the moment from Dylan Rogers to maybe get back in it. See what Clevenger can do here on a 3-1 pitch. And Rogers brings it home. He'll take it, strike two. Clevenger likes to get to those pitches that are on the outer half of the plate. Both of those strikes were on the inner half of the plate, so he elected to take them, and we've got a full count again. Big pitch here from Dylan Rogers. Could really save himself after being down in the count 3-0. The payoff pitch here. To Connor Clevenger, swung on and fouled. Again, it's down that left field line. Hit well off the hitting shed, the former Chamberlain hitting center. Then it rolls off the shed and into the field to play. Actually, it's in foul ground. And I'm not sure anybody saw that, except Coach Pocock, I think, is going to get it. Again, a 3-2 pitch. Coming into the left-hander, Connor Clevenger. It's on the way. And it's outside, tried to turn over a curveball. And without a hit, Carney has loaded the bases. Carlson was hit by a pitch on a 3-1. Conrad running for him. He's at third. Richter at second. Clevenger will walk and go down to first. That'll bring up Jackson Worley. But right now, a visit to the mound. And coach for Norfolk, Daryl Bradley, probably just wondering, did something happen to Rogers? He's your number one. And just like that, has kind of lost it. And he walked the leadoff man. And then, two batters later, Stroh doubled. That's still the only hit of the game for Carney. But he mowed everybody down from the last of the first through the second of the third. And now, just like Casper, who got himself in some trouble in the top half of the inning, Rogers has got himself in some trouble in the bottom half of the inning. We played the first three innings in 29 minutes. This inning looks like it's going to equal that. As Worley flew out to center to end the second inning. That would at least drive in a run right here. As Mersney plays him pretty straight up even with the wind blowing in. So back to the full windup. Nope, he's going to go out of the stretch. Dylan Rogers, bases loaded one out. Pitch is high, ball one. Jackson Worley, Carney first baseman. A base hit could tie this thing, but it would only be the second one of the game. He'll swing on it and pop it back out of play. Foul ball out of play. Strike one brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. There's no place like home. See Alex Beckman or Amy Johnson today. Worley coming in there, batting just over 300 on the season. The 1-1. Fouled away. Again, back over. First base, 
Strike two. Braden Anderson would be next. Carney does not want to strike out here. Anything, put it in play. See if uh, make uh, Norfolk field the ball at least. Bases loaded, one out in the one-two pitch to Jackson Worley. Swung on, and it is going to be knifed into short center and falls for a base hit. One run will score. Nobody else can go because they had to just hold up. And Jackson Worley with an RBI single will keep the bases loaded here with one out as everybody moves 90 feet. And Conrad, the courtesy runner, comes in. Richter to third, Clevenger to second. And that'll bring up Braden Anderson, who chops it right back to the pitcher. Rogers made a nice backhanded play, falling away from the rubber. 3-2, to two, Norfolk. Anderson swings and hits it into right field, but the right fielder playing in, and are they going to chest his arm? No. That was a line shot right at Brody Lure, who was playing in, and that kept the runner at third, Will Richter, from taking off. It's hit so sharply. And Anderson records the second out, and it's up to Lane Shires. Walked and scored, and then grounded out to third. 3-2 Norfolk, bases still loaded now, two outs in the bottom of the fourth. And Dylan Rogers looks in again. The first pitch to Shires, low and away, ball one. Seventh man to the plate here in the bottom of the fourth for Carney. Seven men made it to the plate for Norfolk, but they got three runs out of the deal. Carney so far only with one. And the pitch swung on and chopped towards second. Should be an easy play, and it is. As Jared Etzner throws it over to first and retires Lane Shires. Carney does get one back here with some help from wildness from pitcher Dylan Rogers. And here in the fourth inning, Carney had one run on one hit. There were no errors. The bases left loaded. We go to the top of the fifth, Norfolk three. Carney runs a two on ESPN Tri-Cities. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. It's time to head to the shed and get fit. The Bike Shed. Our experienced staff is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. Check out the full line of bikes, treadmills, and all fitness equipment, including pickleball. We service and repair all bikes. Whether you're a casual or a professional cyclist, we'll assist you with knowledge, support, labor, and even custom bike setups. Call 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Head to the shed for your bike and fitness equipment. Proudly supporting Legion Base. Well, a pretty clean first three innings. And then each team putting up some runs in the fourth. Doug Duda with you here on ESPN, KXPN, Kearney. And Mason Casper ready to start the top of the fifth inning on the mound for Kearney. Both the starters have went the distance so far. And leading it off here will be the number nine man, Colby Mersney. He'll take the first pitch for ball one. He was called out on strikes in the third. Here he pulls the pitch, which many people haven't done against Casper, but it's foul, and it's one ball, one strike. 
here in the top of the fifth. Three to two, Norfolk on top. Working quickly, a curveball high that's chopped foul. And back down towards the Carney bullpen. Submersion, so getting the bat out on a ball, but finds himself down one and two. Then it'll be Brett O'Brien and Dylan Rogers. 9-1-2 here to start the fifth. And another one chopped. This one might stay fair. And no, it will take a second hop outside the baseline. Will Richter will grab it. We'll do it again. One ball, two strikes. Again, Norfolk, three runs on three hits. All the runs came last inning. A couple of singles and a walk. A couple of sacrifice bunts. And a sack fly, I should say. Another one fouled straight back. Brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Robert Kayat or Steve Corum today. One ball, two strikes to the leadoff man here in the top of the fifth. Casper, fastball low and away. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Trying to get the leadoff man wiped out. And it's low, ball three. Three and two to Colby Mersney. Casper has gotten the leadoff man the first three innings, then walked Rogers last inning, and that began the three-run inning. 3-2, Mersney chopped towards third, and again, it is foul. So he's fouled the ball off four times in this at bat down the third baseline. And Richter playing even deeper just in case he keeps doing that and puts one in play. Again, the 3-2 pitch from Casper, and that's ripped into left field. Base hit for the number nine man, Colby Mersney. And the Norfolk fans like that one. And that'll be the top of the order, Brett O'Brien. So a solid single to left there on a 3-2 pitch from Mersney. And there are some Norfolk fans that have made the trek down here to Kearney this afternoon to watch today's doubleheader. The fourth hit of the ball game for Norfolk coming here in the top of the fifth. Mersney, good lead. They squared a bunt, fouling at the plate. Will be O'Brien. Strike one. No surprise there. O'Brien will be batting then to get into the meet with Rodgers and Bates. As we expected, it would be a pitcher's battle. The reason for the runs, more some wildness than base hits. Only six total hits in the game. Casper again, long pause. Fires the fastball up the middle. Snagged by Casper. He throws to second for one. Back to first double play. Nice job by Brant Grosskreitz because Stroh was coming across as well. The runner on the move, so that had Grosskreitz over there. And a 1-4-3 double play. And that wipes out the base runners and brings us to Dylan Rogers and the most dangerous player, most likely, for Norfolk. will have to bat with nobody on. Struck out in the first, then walked and scored to start last inning. And here Casper overthrows and bounces it. When he does overthrow, I mean, that's what's bouncing it in there. They're not curveballs usually that end up short. It's ball one. Our American Legion Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by SeaTech, Lanny Carlson Motors, Optical Gallery, and Johnson Landscape. Here in the top of the fifth, game one of our doubleheader, and Rogers lines it up the middle, 
Even with Stroh shading towards second, he wasn't able to get over there in time and a two-out single for Dylan Rogers, which will bring up the catcher, Ryland Bates. He grounded out to second in the first inning and then singled in the fourth. Three to two. Norfolk with the lead. We've got both games for you. And then later today, another doubleheader from Shelton as Carney Five Points and Jerseys is playing Shelton Gibbon. Scheduled to begin at 5.30 right here on ESPN Radio. So Casper out of the stretch. Fastball up and away. Ball one to Bates. It was Rogers, Bates, Faltus that got things going and eventually all scored in the fourth. They got the bases loaded with nobody out. And all three of them ended up scoring. Casper again, the long wait. The 1-0 pitch is fouled back and out of play with the runner Rogers moving. It is... One and one, and our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. Again, there is more. Kearney runs a baseball coming up after this weekend. We do have a little break in the action because they are not at home until next week. We still have North Platte and Hastings among the games on our schedule. 1-1 pitch, swung on and missed, strike two. Casper had him swinging and missing quite a bit in the first two innings, but since then, they fouled off a ton of pitches and put a few in play. So, Ryland Bates down on the count, one and two with Rodgers over at first. Two outs here, and the pitch is going to be towered into center field. Anderson comes over into left center, gets under it, and will two-hand make the catch. So, Bates flies out, and Norfolk, with the help of a double play, gets wiped out of the inning. There were no runs on two hits. There were no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth. Game one of this afternoon's doubleheader, Norfolk 3, Carney Runza 2 on ESPN Tri-Cities. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! And welcome back to American Legion Baseball here on ESPN 1460 and 1550. As we go to the bottom of the fifth, Norfolk leading Carney runs a 3-2. to two. Post 52 playing in Carney or in uh, Norfolk today. 
Also, Grand Island five points going to Columbus. Grand Island, Dinsdale, and save hosting St. Paul. And we are back here with the bottom of the fifth. Carney will send to the plate. Two, three, four, Brant Grosskreitz, Seth Stroh, and Mason Casper trailing Norfolk by a score of three to two. And the first pitch here to Grosskreitz is a called strike. So 0 and 1 to Grosskreitz. Struck out in the first, reached on an error in the third. Next pitch is lined into right field, and this one will be in front of Brody Luer. And just the second hit of the baseball game here for Carney Renza. Excuse me, make that the third hit of the game. Worley had one last inning, and Stroh had one earlier. So a leadoff single here for Carney against the solid Dylan Rogers. And that'll bring up the shortstop, Seth Stroh, doubled in a run in the first and struck out in the third. And Seth squares to bunt and has to get out of the way. A fastball inside. Ball one. And even your top hitters, not afraid to give the bunt single to for Brad Archer. Bat of the fifth down by one with Casper awaiting on deck. Stroh waving the bat ahead of the count, 1-0. Swung on and fouled back to the screen, 1-1. So we'll have a few days off before our next American Legion baseball action here on ESPN Radio, but... Still some good ones before the end of the season. And can't wait to bring those to you as well. Stroh now trying to get an inning going here for Carney. Get the lead or at least get this thing tied. And the pitch. Squares to punt. It goes all the way to the backstop. And he won't have to bunt now because Grosskreitz will get to second on the wild pitch. And Stroh is ahead of the count. Two and one. So a good start here to the bottom of the fifth. For Carney, the tying run now in scoring position with Stroh and Casper and Carlson all going to get cracks at this here in the bottom of the fifth. 3-2 Norfolk. Dylan Rogers out of the stretch comes set. Checks back to second now, fires at home, and they bunt again. And Stroh's got a chance to beat this one out, and he will. That's an infield single. When you're a left-hander and you've got Stroh's speed, he dropped the bunt down for an infield single, and Grosskreitz hustles into third. And Mason Casper will now come in and checking with manager Daryl Bradley in the dugout. His catcher, Ryland Bates, sends out the signals to everybody what they want to do, what they need to do, especially if Casper would happen to bunt here. Casper grounded to third in the first inning and flew out to right. In the fourth. Chance to help his cause doing the pitching for Carney. Stands in there and rifles it in the right field. And this baseball game is tied. Lohr knocks it down. Doesn't get far from him. And an RBI single on the first pitch that he sees from Mason Casper. And this baseball game is tied. 3-3 and still nobody out here in the fifth. Casper coming out. And courtesy running for him will be Seth Altwine. We see him run quite a bit. And probably we'll see him get a start, maybe in shortstop. See Stroh go to center next game. We'll find out. Right now, Carney trying to scratch out a comeback here in game number two, well, number one. 
Squaring to bunt is going to be Nick Carlson, and the ball is low in the dirt, ball one. So both pitchers have been nails, and then when they struggle for just a second, it seems like they struggle for two or three batters. Carlson showing bunt again. And the 1-0 pitch taking forever now. He'll pull the bat back, and it's a fastball inside, ball two. 2-0 to Carlson. Carlson popped out to second and then was hit by a pitch on a 3-1 count last inning and eventually came around to score on Worley's RBI single. 2-1, nobody out. 2-0 pitch, bunted down the third baseline. They'll let it go, and it'll be 2-1. Will Richter waits on deck. You're listening to KXPN Carney, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Don't forget, at the end of our ball game, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Give you the final numbers, then we'll take a quick break and get ready for game two of the doubleheader. But Dylan Rogers, the ace for Norfolk, on the mound. And now has given up two over the last two innings. We're tied at three. Carlson, 2-1, squares again. It plunked him, and he did pull back. Sometimes that's... Going to get a question from the opposing manager, but that one wasn't all that close. And the bases are loaded. Stroh to third. The courtesy runners were going to get back into the ball game. Kale Conrad to run for Nick Carlson. And you've got Altwine running for Casper down at second. So Carlson back-to-back hit by pitches. And we have got the bases loaded, and there is no action again in the Norfolk bullpen, but according to their roster, they only brought 11 kids. So if you had to go get Rodgers, his replacement probably already out on the field. Will Richter called out on strikes in the second, walked last inning. 3-3 now, bottom of the fifth. And the bases are loaded with nobody out. Carney's got a chance to have a huge inning. And the pitch. From Rogers, fastball high, ball one. Just never know in sports, do you? It looked like Rogers might not allow another base runner going into the fourth inning, and the next thing you know, all kinds of problems. Strike one. One and one. Again, long look in, still throwing out of the Stretches Rodgers, and the pitch swung on and fouled straight back to the screen by Richter, and it's now one and two with Connor Clevenger on deck. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Rhonda Johnson or Lori Sierra today. One ball, two strikes, and the pitch from Rodgers outside, two and two. No place to put him, but... Doesn't want to serve it up either. Stroh at third. Altwine at second. Conrad at first. Grosskreitz has already scored. Still nobody out. And the 2-2 pitch. Outside ball three. Three and two. And manager Bradley is leaning against his dugout fence. This could be the final pitch of the game for Dylan Rogers. Three and two bases loaded. And the pitch swung on and hit down the right field line 
and gets out of here with the wind. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate at Kearney. So we'll do it again. Clevenger and Worley. Maybe even Anderson if they get a big inning going. Playing in shallow and right is Brody Lure. A little shallow and left as well for Carter Faltis. The 3-2 pitch. Swung on and called strike three as he checked swung around. It was one that was just going to jam Will Richter. Not sure it would have been a strike. It would have been close, but down on strikes Richter and a big strike out there for Dylan Rogers to keep him in the ball game and to keep this game tied. Connor Clevenger struck out of the second, walked in the fourth, which at the time ended up loading the bases. And the lefty, as usual, right on top of the plate, up and away, ball one. This is where Carney, and as we were talking with Coach Brad Archer on the Doug and Daddy show earlier today, this is where they've had trouble. One ball, no strikes, trying to get people in with the runners in scoring possession. It gets to the backstop, and they have a play at the plate, but not a whole lot of hustle there out of the catcher. I don't think Bates was realizing the ball was going to come right back to him, and on the wild pitch, Stroh comes in to score, and that gives Carney the lead. As everybody moves up 90 feet, and the count goes to 2-0 on Clevenger. Four-three, Carney. Two runs here in the bottom of the fifth, and they're not done yet, with only one out. Clevenger takes a fastball inside corner for strike one, two and one. Last time he had a three-zero count. Ended up getting full before drawing the walk. Fouled off a pitch or two. And the 2-1. Clevenger swings on one over the outside half and misses. Strike two. Two and two. Worley on deck, who had an RBI single last inning. 4-3. Carney runs it. Game one of our doubleheader. And the 2-2 count now from Rogers. On Connor Clevenger, swung on and lifted to right field. That will at least score one run. It is into foul territory. It's caught there by Brody Lure, and the runners will both tag up. They're going to make a throw over to third, but in there safely is Conrad, and it is to 5-3 Carney on the sacrifice flyout by Connor Clevenger. So Altwine, the courtesy runner, scores. 5-3, Carney, same score they beat Mount Michael by on Friday. And Jackson Worley will come to the plate. Could put a little bit more insurance 90 feet away as Dylan Rogers comes set. And the fastball is in there for strike one. So Carney, in the first three innings, sent 12 men to the plate. And here in the last two have sent 14. And strike two called. That one was outside corner at the letters. So Worley quickly down 0-2. As we said, he singled in a run last time. This time he'll wave it one way outside for strike three. That was a whole different looking Dylan Rogers right there. As he does get a couple of strikeouts in the inning to push his total to six. But Carney is able to put across 
three runs. They do that this time by hitting the baseball. The first three men up, all singled. So three runs on three hits. There were no errors, and there was one man left on base. We go to the top of the sixth. It's Carney runs a five at Norfolk three. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. Hey, Central Nebraska, this is Doug Duda. And as the boys said, landscaping can be hard work. And with life, school, work, and sports, who has the time? That's why I call the professionals at Johnson Landscape. From landscaping, sprinkler systems to design and install, Johnson Landscape does it all. And with their nursery full of fresh plants and trees, it's the only place I need to go. Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out at johnsonlandscape.net. To the top of the sixth, Mason Casper back out there to face Carter Foltis, Nolan Strand, and Sam Jagels, the four, five, six batters here in the top of the sixth inning. And the first pitch is going to be called strike one. Foltis so far, crowded out and then singled and scored. Pitch here inside, ball one, one and one. So Carney getting back on top with a three run. Fifth inning to answer the three runs that Norfolk put on in the top of the fourth. Casper plunked him. So Mason Casper almost hit him on the 0-1 pitch. He does hit him on the 1-1 pitch. And Carter Faltis will trot down to first. Nolan Strand, who singled in the second, caught stealing, and then reached on a fielder's choice and drove in a run in the fourth, will stand in there. See if the bunt game is on here for Strand. Down 5-3, top of the sixth of a seven-inning contest. Mason Casper, high, thought about throwing down to first, was Nick Carlson, but did not, ball one. Fultis was actually well off the first base bag. And Casper out of the stretch again. Doesn't want to get in the same predicament he did in the fourth. The 1-0 pitch. Fastball that's going to be hit into right field. Clevenger on the line, comes over, drifts into foul territory, and he will make the catch. That wind blowing that way today. Calm day. We've had about three of those on the line. Instead, they blow foul, and nonetheless, they are outs. And Nolan Strand fouls out to right for the first out here of the inning, and Sam Jagels will step in. He walked in the second. And then a sacrifice fly to center in the fourth. Drove in a run. And he is a left-hander standing in there with one out in the top of the sixth. This is where Norfolk wants to get it done. If they don't, they'll have to do it with the bottom of the order in the seventh. A fastball swung on and missed. And the runner faked going to first. And the catcher Carlson threw it down there. There was nobody going. So you got to be on your toes when you're strowing. Grosskreitz and Stroh went over and made sure that that didn't sail into center field. 0-1-1 to Jagels. And the lefty waits for Casper's 0-1 offering. 
Out of the stretch, he'll bring it high and away, ball one. One and one. Joe Charcher obviously hoping Casper can get through a smooth sixth and most likely would go to the pen to get a reliever in in the seventh. Haven't had a complete game this year. And Casper's thrown enough pitches. And this one's going to be flipped back out of play. A little off speed. That Jagels just got the bat on one and two. Brody Lure would be next. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Mark Shipperite or Teresa DeLate today. Short lead away from first for Faltus after being plunked to start the inning. And the fastball hit towards left, and it's over the outstretched hands of Richter. And a base hit. So runners at first and second. On Jagel's first base hit of the ball game. And the tying run is on base with Brody Luer coming up. Luer struck out of the second and then dropped down a sacrifice in the fourth. And Jared Ertzner, who has put the ball in play both times, is on deck. See if they have him bunt with one out. Richter's coming into play even with the bag at third. Fastball popped up. Could stay in front of the first base dugout, but the wind is just too much and pushes it on top of the dugout after Jackson Worley gave chase. So a foul ball here for Lure. Strike one. All three runs for Norfolk coming in the fourth inning. Three straight singles. And then there was a fielder's choice, a sacrifice bond, a sacrifice fly that helped them out getting those runs in. Carney, one in the first, one in the fourth, three in the bottom of the fifth. They lead it 5-3 in the 0-1 pitch from Casper. Comes over the top with a curveball that check swing, hold on. It's ball one. One and one lure. Getting more Legion baseball action. Coming up after the weekend tournament in Lincoln. One ball, one strike. Casper, lure, one out here in the top of the sixth. Fastball is fouled away again. Out of play, stays in the ballpark. And it is one and two. American Legion Baseball on ESPN Radio. Brought to you by Buffalo Roofing. Hellman, Maine. Five Points Bank. And Broadfoot, Sand and Gravel. One, two, let's do it again here to Lure. Casper delivers, swung on and missed, strike three. And that's the first strikeout in a long, long time for Mason Casper, the first one since the third inning. But it does hold the runners at first and second, a big strikeout, and Jared Ertzner will check in there. Flew out to left, fouled out to right. Two on, two out, down by two is Norfolk here in the top of the sixth inning, five to three. As Casper tries to finish things off here against Ertzner. Fastball called strike. Might have been a little out, but it was called a strike. Hit the glove where Nick Carlson was set up. And he'll get the call. Colby Mersney is on deck here. He had a single last inning. Then was rolled out in a double play, 1-4-3. Casper's pitch, big over the top curveball, stays up, 1-1. One so one ball, one strike to the second baseman, Jared Ertzner. 
Both pitchers have went the distance. Will we see that? Because both have thrown a lot. Rogers really toiled last inning for Norfolk. One ball, one strike. Casper brings it in to Jared Ertzner with two on. They're going to try and steal third. Nobody really covering and no throw. And the pitch is low, ball two. So Carter Faltas steals third. Got a great jump. Richter never did break towards third, and I don't know if they'd have had a play because the pitch did bounce in there. But kind of a dangerous attempt there. It paid off easily. Two and one now to Ertzner. Anything to the outfield grass cuts it to one. Big lead over at first now for Jagels. And they'll step out of the box and call time. As always, a big thank you to those that make our sports possible here on Platte River Radio and ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you for this Cornhusker League doubleheader. Game one. Casper, 2-1 pitch. Outside, ball three, and he's a pitch away from loading him. With Mersney on deck, 5-3, Carney runs up. As we play here in the top of the sixth, two out, but two on. And Ertzner's going to get one that he should like. Swung on and grounded towards short, coming over to make the play. Stroh throws across his body, and scooping it up is going to be Jackson Worley. And Ertzner put it in play, but Stroh throws him out. So no runs on one hit. There were no Carney errors, and two men left on base. Carney three outs away from a victory. We go to the bottom of the sixth. Carney runs a five at Norfolk three. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Right. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back to American Legion Baseball from Historic Memorial Field. Doug Duda, Grant, Stacy, back at the studios doing our Engineering and producing of today's doubleheader. Later on today, Carney five points and jerseys will be at Shelton to take on Shelton Gibbon. We'll have that for you at 5.30. Right now, Braden Anderson steps in there to start the bottom of the sixth for Carney, and Dylan Rogers is still on the mound for Norfolk. He has thrown a lot of pitches the last two innings after being pretty stellar the first three. And then Carney took advantage of some wildness the last two. Here's a strike, one and one. Braden Anderson, Lane Shires, Brant Grosskreitz, the three men do up here in the bottom of the sixth for Carney, leading it five to three. And Rogers still just thrown out of the stretch, even with nobody on. Sweeping changeup is outside, ball two, two and one. 
Anderson grounded it sharply back to the pitcher and then tatered one to right field but lined it right at Lure. Here he saws one off to the second baseman, Jared Ertzner, who throws him out. And Anderson put the ball in play but just didn't find the hole. Tough luck game one for Braden Anderson, the center fielder. Lane Shires will step in. For a while, it looked like the leadoff walk in the ball game could be enough to keep this one nothing for a long time. Things changed with a little bit of pitching wildness, but Shires walked and scored in the first. He's grounded a third, and he's grounded a second. His fourth out-bat of the ball game here in the bottom of the sixth with nobody on and one out. He'll take it high for ball one. When we go to the seventh, it will be 9-1-2 for Norfolk. Mersney, O'Brien, and Rogers needing two at the moment to tie. Here's one that's ripped down the left field line, and it's fair. Base hit could be extras, and trying to make it that way, Lane Shires throw into second, and he slides in safely. Boy, Shires was putting them down. He knew that it would be a play over there, and he was sprinting all the way. A one-out double for Lane Shires, and that'll bring up the second baseman, Brant Grosskreitz. He struck out of the first, reached on an error in the third, and scored on a single to lead off last inning. Has a chance to put another insurance run on the board here for Carney Runza. And the pitch way outside, ball one. One and oh. And there'll be about a 20 minute break in between games. Depending on how fast this goes, we'll get started around three, it would seem. And the pitch. Chopped into left field, base hit. Will they send him? Coach Archer says no, you got to stay there. Coming up with it is Faltus and fires it in quickly. But Grosskreitz with the single to left. And runners at first and third with one out for Seth Stroh. Doubled in a run in the first. Struck out in the third. And then a bunt single in the fifth. And Conrad, it looks like, is coming back into courtesy run. Over at first. First and third. One out. Bottom of the sixth. Carney is up by a score of five to three. And let's see what Dylan Rogers can do. He's got to find a way to get out of this jam. Fastball to Stroh taken all the way. Strike one. He's got to get Stroh and Casper out to give Norfolk a legit chance at the top of the seventh where he will be coming to the plate as well. Stroh could blow this one open with an extra baser. Off speed is fouled out of play. Strike two, 0-2 to Stroh. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Wendy Vosser or Robert Fitzgerald today. One of our many fine sponsors as Rogers stands in there ahead of Sestro 0-2 and the pitch fast low and it's two one and one and two to Stro. Casper next. Casper singled in a run and scored himself last inning. With Carney behind, he tied the ball game. He's in line for the win. When we get to the new West postgame show, 1-2 to Stroh, swung at one outside, good pitch. I think Stroh was guessing breaking ball, and he sent him a left-handed slider, and Stroh goes down on strikes for the second time. 
And now Mason Casper steps in. As we said, he's one of three. Grounded a third, flew out to right, singled and scored last time up. Conrad, the courtesy runner, away from first. Shires away from third. The pitch to Casper is over the outside half for strike one. Nick Carlson, who's been hit by a pitch the last two times, is next. Casper with that wide open stance. Waits on the 0-1 pitch here from Rogers, and Dillon delivers. It's strike two. They're going to try and steal and throw it into center field. And Conrad then just stays right there. And a throwing error on the catcher will allow Lane Shires to come in and score. As Grosskreitz, excuse me, it's Conrad in for him, will steal. And Casper down on the count, 0-2, but it is now 6-3. And the pitch outside. 1-2 to Casper. Nick Carlson, as we said, would be next. Now Carney has the lead doubled up 6-3. When they were down 3-1, it really looked like they were going to be in some trouble. And Rogers struggled with a little bit of his command. Carney got a few base hits finally. And now they are in good shape. As we head to the top of the seventh, will that be after Casper or a little bit later on? It won't be after Casper because you know what just happened? El Plunko. And he hustles down to first. And now he'll come out and Altwine will come in and courtesy run. Mason Casper hit by pitches more than anyone I've ever seen in my entire life. And... That one wasn't like it was just inside. It plunked him right on the four on his back. So runners now at first and second. When it looked like they might be able to get out of here. And standing in there will be Nick Carlson who takes the fastball high. Ball one. Popped up to second and then was hit by pitches twice today. Could turn it into a big inning with a base hit here. And the pitch swung on and nubbed towards third. Just have to step on the bag, but he kicked it. He knew it. Sam Jagels had it bounce off of his chest, kept it in front of him. He reached down to pick it up, and he kicked it. And everybody is safe on the air. That's a killer for Norfolk. And Coach Bradley knows it. Man, oh, man, oh, man. So the base is juiced, and Will Richter stands in there. Got Stroh to strike out, had Casper down in the count. Then threw one into center field on the stolen base, let a run score. Two more guys are on now, and the pitch is outside. Ball one to Richter. Rodgers has got to settle down and get the out right here. Otherwise, Carney blows it open. The 1-0 to Richter, swung on and grounded towards second. It's in the center field. One run will score. A second run is coming in. The throw will be cut off. It's 8-3. Carney has the lead up to five right now on a two-RBI single for Will Richter. Carlson got down to second and stayed there, and now we may even see a pitching change, so it looked like maybe this game was going to move along and needing an out. Norfolk couldn't get it. We're going to go to the bullpen here. Our pitching change brought to you by Great Western Bank. Making life great. We'll tell you about it next. 
Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpet. SeaTech Restoration Incarnate proudly supports all area athletes. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. And it'll be up to Jared Ertzner to get the final out here for Norfolk, who had a 3-1 to one lead going into the bottom of the fifth. Carney with three in the fifth. So far, they have three here in the sixth. And Rogers just couldn't get it. It looked like he was going to maybe not even pitch the sixth. Found his way out of the fifth. Got the first man out here in the sixth, but then Shires doubled. Grosskreitz singled. And Mason Casper gets hit by a pitch. Richter singles in two. And it is eight to three. And they are going to courtesy run for Will Richter as well. If I can pick up the number, I believe that is Ethan Morachik that is going to go out there and run. So he'll be at first. Carlson will be at second. And Connor Clevenger will come to the plate. Struck out of the second, walked in the fourth, and then had a sacrifice fly to right in the fifth. So let's see if Clevenger can add to the 8-3 lead here for Carney in the bottom of the sixth. And Ernstner's first pitch is right in there for strike one. Again, Norfolk has 9-1-2. and two. You'd have thought they had a chance down two, probably not down five. And the 0-1 pitch way inside. Clevenger able to get out of the way. 1-1. One and one. Jackson Worley on deck. Clevenger the eighth man to come to the plate here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Carney's pounded out eight hits so far. And the 1-1 pitch now to Clevenger. Takes it low. Ball two. Two and one. One in the first, one in the fourth, three in the fifth, three in the sixth. And a 2-1 pitch to Clevenger. Swung on and again, foul down the third base line into the net. Brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. See Ryan Bruna or Susan Bice today. One strike away from the top of the seventh, or Clevenger can extend the lead here for Carney. Erstner comes set, two on, two out, 2-2 two, two pitch, way outside, ball three. There is action down in the Carney bullpen. I don't know if that's Casper just trying to stay loose, or if they're 
going to bring in a new pitcher in the seventh. And the pitch. Swung on Clevenger into center field. Coming over is Mersney, and he'll haul it in for out number three. But for Carney, three more runs here in the inning. They're able to do that on three base hits. For the defense of Norfolk, they had one error, and there were two men left on. We go to the top of the seventh. It's Carney runs at eight at Norfolk three here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. And we've got another call to the bullpen here as Carney will bring in Will Richter to get the final three outs of the ball game. Our call to the bullpen brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Mason Casper went the first six innings. He is in line to get the win here today. Looks like Casper in the baseball game had one, two, three, four, five strikeouts. As far as the walk department goes, he hit a couple guys, but really wasn't that bad with only two walks in the contest. And it'll be Colby Mersney to step in there to begin the top of the seventh inning. Carney runs up 8-3, 9-1-2. Colby Mersney, Brett O'Brien, Dylan Rogers here for Norfolk. They need a five spot. To Mersney is fouled away at the plate, strike one. He's one of two, called out on strikes in the third and singled in the fifth. And this is the first of two games here this afternoon on ESPN Radio. Second game of the doubleheader, approximately 20 minutes after the opener. And the 0-1, off speed, grounded towards second. Should be an easy play for Grosskreit. So, oh, he throws it away. It was an easy play, and Worley didn't pick that one. That just seemed too easy and an error on Carney. So Mersney reaches on the error, and that'll bring up Brett O'Brien. O'Brien is 0 for 3. He grounded into a double play the last time he was up with the leadoff man on base here. And Will Richter checking, but again with a five-run lead. Just worry about the guy at the plate. Off speed is outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. In fact, they're even holding him on over at first. Fastball squared to bunt. Ball two. And you don't want to let these first two guys on to get to the meat of the order for Norfolk. Then things could at least get a little exciting. 8-3. Carney with the lead, scoring six over the last two. And the fastball chopped into the ground. Casper now at third scoops it. 
Smart play over to first and one down. So O'Brien is retired for the first out here in the seventh, and Dylan Rogers will step in. Struck out of the first, walked and scored in the fourth, singled in the fifth. And he will stand in there trying to keep this inning going. Long wait here for the batter to get in the box. Now Richter is finally ready to go. And the first pitch, curveball up, ball one, one and oh. Ryland Bates would be next. Again, the new West postgame show is coming up. Big thank you to our many fine sponsors, including Optical Calvary, The Bike Shed, Great Western Bank, and Family Physical Therapy. The 1-0 pitch right in there. Strike one. One and one to Rogers. One on, one out, top of the seventh. The first three innings of this game took 29 minutes. And we're on pace. This isn't bad. An hour 50 right now. The pitch is grounded towards second. Picked up again by Grosskreitz. This time the throw right at the belt of Jackson Worley. And two down as Mersney advances over to third. And Ryland Bates will step in there. The last hope for Norfolk here in game one. Bates is one of three. Singleton scored in the fourth, the only inning that Norfolk has scored. He's grounded to second and flown out to center. And the Norfolk catcher takes the first pitch from Will Richter outside. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. Here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth at Memorial Field. Looking for their 15th win of the season. One out away. And here's one that's going to be hit towards left field. Back to make the play to end the ball game is Lane Shires. And that will wrap it up. There were no runs on no hits, one error, and one man left on here in the top of the seventh, and that will bring it to an end. In game one, Carney Runza improves to 15-4. and four. Norfolk drops to 12-6 and six with an 8-3 victory. We'll be back with the numbers after this on the New West Postgame Show. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana and Wood River.
Baseball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Right. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. And welcome back to Memorial Field here in Kearney, where it is time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Kearney runs up, picks up the win with some late offense. They had six runs and six hits in the final two innings of the baseball game to rally for a victory over Norfolk by a score of 8-3. to three. Again, the juniors are playing in Norfolk. And then later tonight here on ESPN, it'll be Carney Five Points and Jerseys playing their ball game uh, in Shelton against Shelton, given that doubleheader begins at 5.30. Here are the final numbers for the ball game. First off for Norfolk, they had three runs on six hits. There were two Carney errors and four men left on base. Mason Casper, the winning pitcher for Kearney, six innings, struck out five, walked two. Will Richter came into the seventh and allowed no runs and uh, didn't walk or strike out anybody in that seventh inning. Uh, Offensively for Norfolk, out of those six hits, they spaced him out pretty good in the baseball game. Again today, Kearney, like uh, Kearney does all the time, uh, no one really had a huge game offensively. In fact, uh, six different players with one hit in the ball game for Norfolk. For Carney runs up, eight runs, eight hits, two errors on Norfolk, and eight men left on base. Dylan Rogers uh, took the loss. He looked so strong through three innings and then struggled a little bit in the fourth, fifth, and the sixth, where Carney sent a bunch of guys to the plate. Uh, went five and two-thirds, struck out six, walked three, hit two men. Jared Ertzner came in and got the final out of the baseball game for Carney. Lane Shires was one for three. He doubled. He scored twice in the ball game. Brant Grosskreitz was two for four. He had two singles and scored twice. Seth Stroh was two for four. A single on a bunt, a double. He had an RBI and scored. Mason Casper was one for three, hit by a pitch, scored twice. Also in the game, Will Richter was one for three, along with a walk. Jackson Worley, he was one for three in the game as well. We'll give you the final numbers, eight to three. Carney runs it with the win. We'll wrap it up next. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. SeaTech Restoration in Carney proudly supports all area athletes. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted Best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. 
and a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. We'll take about a 15 to 20 minute break as the umpires change gear. The Runza team has already changed their jerseys. They're going to go with the all whites for game number two. So it shouldn't be too long of a break. We'll take it with them. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post game show. Carney Runza able to come back from a 3 1 deficit and win it in game one over Norfolk, 8 3. For Stacy and Grant back at the studios, this is Doug. Good to stay with us for more Carney Runza baseball. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.